everybody, welcome back to this episode, this current episode that you clicked on on purpose, episode of Murder Blows. This week is Violet's week, and she's going to tell us about a cult, which is something she hasn't really talked about in a hot minute, so I was kind of here for it. Today she's going to tell us about the Sylvanians. Yes, I got a thumbs up, I said that right. I never heard about it. When she said she never heard about it, I was like, try me, and then she was right. I'd never heard about it, but it... They're crazy, and you should definitely hang out and listen to this episode. My name is Maisie, and I'm joined with Bye and Violet. Violet, yep. And Cody is with child. She's not pregnant. <laughs> she just has a child with her at the <laughs> moment. So not pregnant. on this episode. So hang out, hang out through the intro music. It's really great, and then listen to Violet tell us about a cult we never heard of. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> I haven't ran in 45 years. And four years. Just the Titanic. Is Cody, is Cody not coming? I think I she might be. Friend. Yeah. I, I think she might be with child. <laughs> we haven't heard from her all day. <laughs> child. Depends on, on if I am with child. Or if I am with child, I will not be podcasting. Let me. I think, yeah. Let's see what she said. The last time. I'm good as long as I don't have child. That's literally what I said. <laughs> I'll let you all know. Uh, Apologies. So I'm watching my dinner. You're fine. I watched Mikey from Glam and Gore talk about like her fitness journey. Oh, yeah. That. She is not like me at all, though. So it's like very weird. But I'm trying this thing where she eats like five hours apart. And so like, it's now. I have to eat now. I'm very hungry. <laughs> but I just finished eating, so we're good. Hello? Oh, was I frozen? Sorry, guys. I just got off work and my parents are coming Monday and I have 5,000 paintings to paint. Okay. Love, Cody. All right. Oh. All right. My case isn't even that great this week. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I think that's <laughs> great. And oh, I haven't even heard it. I, uh, veered onto a very odd turn. Sorry, I thought I heard We're recording. There's sound coming out of both audio type areas. Excellent. You um, can hear my, my chair squeak? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. So, so I hate to break it to you, Maisie and I have already, like, shot through some great titles, so it's gonna yeah. be a real hard dig for a new title. What, what did we say? What were the... Um, oh, I'm in, I, I'm in, oh, go ahead. No, I asked Violet what she was eating. And I was like, I'm eating orzo for the first time. I'm an orzo bitch now. And then <laughs> I said, 10 out of 10, orzo, it's great grain. But <laughs> Great grains. Is, they, don't, they don't hit the same is. second time around. Yeah, and then the last one is Google your mom's a hoe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about my mom like that. <laughs> Jeremiah was like, don't use the standing desk function because it's going to fuck everything up. And I was like, I just worked out for an hour. Does it look like I'm going to stand? No. <laughs> In fact, that's the last thing I would like to do. This is this is the opposite. 
and stand. But you can see that he's so tall that like his chair is so low that like this is my here are my boobs. I have to. <laughs> I feel like a child. <laughs> All right, it's fine. <laughs> you guys, the way Shasha is sitting her like mid. I don't know how to explain it. Mid forearms are at the counter. She's got her hands crossed at a desk that's up to her neck almost. So she does look like a child. A child. A child. <laughs> the, the really cool mom has put the tablecloth down at Thanksgiving and then covered it with the paper so I can draw. That is a cool mom. I can't reach the crayon, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Did someone do that for you? No. At a Thanksgiving? Oh, that's such a I great idea. I used to work at a restaurant that did that, though, and I was super into it. Oh, we had a restaurant growing up that was kind of like that. Oh. I I mean, mine was like, an apple. Maisie <laughs> just, God, Maisie just owned a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, yes. I, well, I was going to say the town I grew up in, and I was like, but why? It was called like, Orzo Town, USA. For what? It was called 10 out of 10. Orzo, it's great, great. <laughs> why? Yeah. I was trying to make like Orzo city state jokes, and the best thing I came up with was Orza homeless city. And I was like, take it back. Orza homeless city. Ah, yes. That's not it. Ah, yes. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It is now. It is what it is. I'm an Orzo bitch now. I'm a vitamin bitch. Oh, I'm proud of your vitamin taking. Oh, I know. I take B12 and biotin for my hair, skin, and nails. Ooh. They are all gummies. I switch. Well, okay. I take one B12. <laughs> I take one B12 vitamin, and then I eat two gummies because I'm sure I need the energy. <laughs> I just like the. But they are all gummies. Like that makes them not vitamins. <laughs> yeah. I only for... buy gummy vitamins. Yeah. The kids at Babies that have gummy vitamins, so we're all doing something right. Hell yeah. Do you get to make sure they take their gummy vitamins? I do. And one of them only likes the red ones and the other one only likes the orange ones. What well, a wonderful dynamic. Yeah. Coexist. Co-exist. It's like what happened when I found out that I was the only one that likes yellow starbursts. Mm. More starbursts for me. You're not, though. Maybe sure. in your house. In oh. your house. But if we moved in, it'd be fighting words. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, though, like, you know how, like, when you die, your life flashes before your eyes? Okay, reverse that. I'm alive. I'm, like, living. And I was like, if Maisie and John move in, oh my god, I will (laughs) freak out. Anarchy! I I would love that. Please move in. (laughs) I was like, I don't know where she's going with this, so I'm just going to say something from a TikTok. I don't know what that is, but I like it. I Okay, so this is the last time I'm going to talk about these kids I babysit, but I did not realize, like, I forgot how much kids were sponges. And so a couple of things that I have said that the kids have repeated and or don't like, I oh. say, what's up? What, how do I say? What are you talking about, Willis? And the little boy goes, my name's not Willis. Like, he's oh, really mad, get but that. it's really funny. And then at one point today, they were both screaming at the same time, and I just went, Anarchy! And they were both <laughs> like, Anarchy! I was like, maybe you shouldn't yell that. 
maybe not the time. Yeah, yeah, just n- not, it's not the right time. Like, don't just start yelling that. And then I called one of them a dude, and then they're just dude and everybody, even their mom. <laughs> as long as the mom's not mad, I mean. She was just like, what? They're like, hey, dude. And I was like, I don't know about that one. I gotta I go. I don't know where they got <laughs> that. Learn that. I have to leave now. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. in front of them. <laughs> That is very good. A plus. Hire me to babysit your children. I won't swear to them. I, I to them. <laughs> them. Um, yeah, I mean you're doing great. I taught my five-year-old cousins when I used to babysit them the word wiener. So, which oh, I know they, they what they say that to me all the time. They say wiener. They say poo poo. They love poo poo. <laughs> Who doesn't? That's hilarious. <laughs> Ugh, it's so annoying though, because I have to. I am like teaching him letters, and today we did the letter M. Oh. I was like, "What starts with the letter M?" Poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "No, that's I mean, the letter P." We'll get to that in four days. That's what I said. And they're like, "No, poo-poo. It's all poo-poo." You just need to like make them like like more poo-poo, like monster poo-poo. That's true. <laughs> Embrace the poop. <laughs> I guess. Embrace it. Next, next week's a new day. <laughs> I am having flashbacks to that thing I teach about religion, feminists, and politics. Feminism and politics in cartoons. <laughs> and a fucking nine-year-old girl being like, what's feminism? And I'm like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, that's another thing altogether. Sweetheart. The way back. Sweetheart. I got into this thing, speaking of sweetheart, where anytime someone calls me, especially men, sorry, I'm sexist, I hate men, um, (laughs) I can't help it, um, no, I'm just kidding, uh, kind of, but anytime someone at work will be like, all right, thank you, sweetie, I just go, no problem, bro. (laughs) I used to say it back to them, and they would just, like, be like, oh, how sweet. Because I'd be like, hi, sweetie, honey, baby, sugar, dumpling. But now I'm like, I don't have the energy for that. And I get so flustered and angry. So I'm like, yeah, no problem, bro. Dude. Thanks, bro. But I'm also one of those people. I'm sure if we have any boomer listeners, doubtful. But just maybe. Oh, my God. My cat really has to take a shit at this very moment. I started talking about boomers. And she was like, um. (laughs) Speaking uh, of boomer, no. yeah, right. Watch what comes out of my asshole. Um, sorry. Watch what comes out of Joe Biden's mouth. Oh my god, <laughs> Joe Biden! You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were supposed to bring balance to the force, not ruin it. You old so and so. Good God, it. I don't even want the election to happen. Just whatever. <laughs> let's, I just, just want, let's just hold it for next year. Have a I want them both to blow each other in the asshole and just like get on with life. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> you shouldn't take a bite of anything when Violet's talking. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Luckily, I'm muted on the podcast. Oh, no. Dang it. Because that noise was disgusting. Is that a peach? It is. It's a Georgia peach. Oh, peachy. Oh, my God. peachy. 
That was pretty good. <laughs> it's the things I don't expect to just tickle you guys. <laughs> Sometimes I'll really lay it out, right? I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be so good. And it's just like, <laughs> then I'm like, blow it out your asshole. And then I get I almost nose. choked. She's blowing peach out of her nose hole. This is true. It's happening. I could taste it. She's like, is it safe to take another bite? I don't know. <laughs> but now I'm like just so over politics. Every year I'm like, I'm just an anarchist, aren't I? I'm just an anarchist, aren't I? No, I want there to be a system. I'm here to tell you I don't. Burn it all down. <laughs> Let's start fresh. I'm here to Let's... tell you I'm now an anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bomb the empty credit card buildings and just start anew. I'm ready. Let's kill the cloud. Except for pictures of your family, dogs, cats, or other monumental moments, and titty pictures, and or dick pics. Don't delete those. Those are important, unless you know it's revenge porn, then delete it. I follow this person that's gone from like, I'm a kawaii princess, to I do OnlyFans, and I do BDSM OnlyFans, and I was like, all right, honey, you do it. You do that. But one of the services she offers for tips now is dick ratings. And I was like, genius. Fun. For $10, you can get your dick rated. And then what? You get a certificate, like a plaque? Like, what do you win? (laughs) What do you win? (laughs) A good boy. I wish you got a certificate. Attaboy. (laughs) Also, that's a big risk to play. Like, that's that's a $10. On the dick side, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hand the cards you might not want dealt, my friend. Because <laughs> what are you going to do, pay $10 for a video of her going, I mean... Is her rating system only emojis? It's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Emojis>. <laughs> plant cactus. Hilarious. No, just the faces. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned that the confused horny face, do you guys know which one I'm talking about? Well, the eyes are kind of crossed. And the the mouth is a squiggle. It's uh-huh. like I've learned it's called woozy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that means what you think it means. Oh, a little woozy over here. <laughs> my I most too many glances at wieners. Let's see. <laughs> I want to know what my most used emoji is right now. It's probably the guy that's like kind of laughing, but he has like sweat coming down his face. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed, mine's a pumpkin. Guaranteed. Mine is the person laughing. With yeah. the tears coming out of both ha- eyes, but not the head tilt one. The head tilt one is too much. Sure, sure. My second most used one is the person with tears crying down their face, because that is the only way I know how to express them. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I cried. Violet told me I would cry through Avatar. I'm almost through the first book, and I've only teared up a little bit <coughs> when his girlfriend becomes the moon. And I was like, "Game on!" <laughs> I I only teared up a little bit. Don't tell Eric I told you this. He cried a lot. He cried thinking about it. He's Aww. very, inv- but once he's like invested in something like that, in Lord of the Rings, like he cried the whole time during the end of the Lord of the Rings, and I was like, I'm "Sorry." pet 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 he's like oh it's tears of happiness like they're ending this journey and i was like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> the last Nine thing hours I hours later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Honestly. The last thing I cried at was the movie Inside Out. I watched mm. it on like Tuesday. <laughs> Stop like a baby. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> mm. I think I cried because we had to give the dog back, but. Oh, yeah. Don't um, do it. Oh, I also cried. Okay, actually, I've cried way sooner. I cried on my birthday, not for birthday reasons. Um, I watched this. Uh, horror figure who's been like in a really controversial position lately but mm-hmm. i watch his show every friday and i missed last week because i fell asleep like halfway through the first movie and he did this like really amazing speech about like how you need to stop saying aspiring whatever you want to do and just do it and it like hit me so hard i was just a mess i was like crying i was like oh my god I want to do what I love for a living. He's I'm like, muted on the podcast side, so it's going to sound like I'm a real bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> Too many mute buttons for me. I have two. It's hard to control. Right, anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you were inspired. Did you hit your protein goal? Fuck no, I meant... The unfortunate thing about eating, for those of you that keep track of your macros, which if you're in an epidemic or you just don't fucking want to, don't do it. Um, the only thing I am like a little agitated about ever is my protein. That's it. That's all I want to hit. So my goal is 97 and I'm at 61. You got to get those. I know they're not vegan, but those little protein things that I get, they're 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? In one little shot. They got mm. whey protein in it, but that's it. And so they're fine for lactose intolerant people because the lactose content is so low. Yeah. They taste great. And they're 160 calories. And that's what I have like almost every breakfast because yeah. I can't what... hit protein to save my fucking life. I know. I want to try. So this is kind of an odd tangent, I guess. Um, One of my favorite bands, The Misfits, uh, they're... Uh, one of their former members, because they're no longer like officially together, I don't think, um, is vegan. His name's Doyle uh, Wolfgang von Frankenstein. That's right. Yeah. Um, he's fucking <laughs> metal. He is like ripped as shit. Like looking at his muscles make me feel like my back is breaking. Like, like he's just punching me in the back. He's very Ew. strong. But he's like staunchly vegan, like very pro animal rights. He's great. But he just made a vegan protein shake powder. And so I'm pretty sure I'm going to invest in that because I love the Misfits and Rob Zombie drinks it too. So let me know if it's good because I have had zero luck with vegan protein powders. Oh, yeah, I know. There was one, I think one of the YouTubers I watch drinks Vegas. Ugh, Vega. Vega, yeah. Terrible. So bad. Ugh. I don't know anything about anything about what you're talking about, but I know that that stuff is nasty. Capital N, nasty. Ugh. Yeah, I'll have to let you know. I think he's only got chocolate flavored right now, but I can put, like, other stuff in it, like bananas and shit, right? <clears throat> I'm getting a nod from our producer. <laughs> <laughs> 
bananas. Um, yes, I use the no sugar added oat milk um, and just the protein powder if that's what I'm chilling with. But sometimes I blend in a banana, um, two tablespoons of peanut butter, and as much fucking spinach as will fit in there. And you can't taste the spinach. It's wonderful. It's wild. Oh, yeah. Love spinach. I'm trying to kill this white claw in my fridge that I've had for a month. <laughs> Does White Claw even count? There's really nothing fucking in it. Why is this real? Why do people do this? Do you I have used one to be able too? To get drink? What? No White Claw. Oh. I used to be able to get drunk off of it, but I cannot anymore. Uh-uh, no way. Even, like, after not having had a drink for two months. <laughs> like, I thought my first sip of this... No, my tolerance is still sky high, I assure you. <laughs> On medication. Is that not fucking wild? I've drank so much in my life that my tolerance is so high that two fucking, like, medicines that alter my moods still cannot affect my tolerance for alcohol. Wild. Yeah. I got drunk last weekend. It sucked. Oh, no. It was great. It sucked because, like, I, I had my cheat meal, and then, you know, when you get, like drunk and you know if you don't eat something you're gonna be fucked up mm -hmm. i was gonna get fucked up so i had to eat more food <laughs> so it was like eating avocado and drinking sake it was the wildest, wildest thing <laughs> i don't like that combination i'm sorry well, the avocado yeah. was gonna go bad <laughs> maybe let it <laughs> <laughs> maybe let it <laughs> but i ordered it was like a delivery like california roll thing situation so i had to have it but... i feel that though I feel that you know what else i absolutely have to have what fucking banana face wash let me tell you i know our viewers can't see this you can't either because my camera's so shitty and washed out i have been using it religiously as per usual and i can't remember what hit me or why i didn't use it for one day oh ah yes it was after um i had like a pretty bad injury in my chest uh last week i believe and the day after i tried to exercise really hard and it failed i hurt myself even more like i really damaged myself so the next day i felt like i couldn't do anything and so I did not use my banana face wash. And I shit you not, I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pimples. Ten. And it's not fun and games. Like, they hurt, they're awful. But I've been back on it. Skin has been fine. I've only broken out once up on my forehead, but that's because I sweat. Because it's now 100 degrees everywhere. Um, but yeah, so this is no joke, y'all. If you need a good skincare routine, face wash, uh, lip scrub, uh, hair product, uh, coffee mask, uh, sweet and salty scrub, scruffy hands. If your hands are dry because you're washing them so dang much, Arcadian Grooming and Blank Slate Labs are the place to be. They just got a new, is it grapeseed toner? Mm-hmm. Which I'm here to tell you, I use the grapeseed balm. In fact, I think it's in arm's reach. It sure the fuck is, because even <laughs> though it melted in my car, I still fucking use it because I'm poor. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, like no joke, this product, these products are the shit. And I, we talk about them every week. We've been talking about them for like two years and they're still legitness. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mm. I just like smell them. <laughs> I'm a banana face wash slut and I just can't believe I've ever used any other face washes in my life. The end. Yeah. Um, like, I caught myself touching my skin the other day because I was like, it's so soft. It's so soft. And then I was like, stop touching it. Don't touch your face. <laughs> As I'm currently rubbing my own face, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Just wash your hands. It'd be fine. Um, it's fine. You can also get 15% off with code MURDERBLOWS. Some shameless self-promo there. I don't know. Are people mad that you have sponsors or are they mad that you like have codes for, I don't know. I don't know how life works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad. This product is legit. I'm not kidding. It's so nice. I can't be within a two foot radius without slathering it all over my body. So please check them out. They post beautiful Instagram pictures. They're very aesthetic. I know that is the cool thing, but yeah, that's my promo, and I'm sticking to it. Websites, ArcadianGrooming.com, BlakesleyLabs.com. I ain't never going to stop loving you. Face wash. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. They can use that for their commercial. No. As of... <laughs> Definitely will. As of May 22nd, when we're recording this, they're doing Bladesight Labs. I think they're actually both doing it for you. Sorry, that music. It's a train. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Oh. Hold on. And I was like, oh. I was angels like, are coming. I gotta go, guys. I'm out. <laughs> bye. He is ascending. But they were doing spend forty five dollars get a free uni oil at Blazing Labs and a free conditioning cream at Arcadian. So you can choose your poison and get your free stuff. And mm -hmm. it's always free shipping. So leave your best life. Not leave it, live it. Live it. Don't leave it. Embrace it. <laughs> then you'll be more embraceable if you use the body. <laughs> oh my god, the grapes you bomb. <laughs> I was going to say the body bomb. And I was like, that's not right. Help. I found out beard butter was the thing today. Now I can't stop saying it. Beard butter. I thought you said beer, B-E-E-R, and I was like, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I want that. some of that. Yeah, pass that beer butter right along. These are two things I enjoy. Give me all the <laughs> fats. I made a garlic-infused oil two nights ago because... Who is she? Quarantine. I just would have drank it. It's delicious. <laughs> I have a problem. I was like, I wonder if this is even actually infusing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, do not eat the oil. <laughs> I know, sometimes when I infuse things, I'm like, cool, this tastes like fucking nothing. I'm so glad I did that. But garlic is so powerful. Oh my god. It's fine. That's it's not what it feels fine. like to be in a movie. Can you hear my fancy <laughs> yodel? Oh man, I hope we do what I like this week, because I know it right on the tip of my tongue. I got it. It's not vitamins. Not vitamins. On that note, though, do we need to get kicking? Down Let's the go. Old dusty murder train. Let's do yes. it. 
make me depressed. Make me regret this. Yes. Yes. Um, So I need to put some disclaimers here. Um, First disclaimer, one, I almost, so a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, Sasha did a case about a cult. So I was almost like, hey, I'm going to tiptoe in your backyard a little bit and do the backpack murders in Australia. But I didn't. Uh, so I recommend that you do that. <laughs> There's a movie Thank based you for on doing it that I my love. research. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gnarly, and the movies are wild as shit. Um, they're called Wolf Creek. Anyways, that's not why we're here. Ooh. So then I was like, oh, I'm going to do uh, something on the Sensabaugh Tunnel, which is in Kingsport, Tennessee. And that'll be real creepy and weird, but there's no like factual evidence that there were any baby murders or anything there. So, Aww. Yeah, I know. Blah, blah. So you're telling me I, it's just lore? <laughs> <laughs> what is this crap? Um, uh, so I found a cult. Yeah, right, a cult, a cult I had never heard of before. Mm. And unfortunately, there is no murder. Just manipulation and terror. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, dear listeners, we are not actively hoping people get murdered. No, we just you know, it makes our cases hard. We run also, a podcast called Murder Blows. They, yeah, they know what they're getting into. It's in the title. Yeah, it encompasses all other murdery things, true crime. You know what you're in for. I talk yeah. about ghosts most of the time, so like. I like ghosts. Yay! I do too. I got my weed. Oh, shit! I got a Ouija board! Oh, show us the Ouija board! What? Yeah, hold on. I have to move and I'm wearing a very short dress and a thong, so hold on. <laughs> Just listener, she turned off her camera. No thongs for us today. Damn it. <laughs> Forget it. I just really want to get my chapstick. It's in this drawer over here, but I don't want to take my headphones off. Shake them off! No, not. <laughs> Here I am talking about thongs, and you're like, I don't want to take my headphones off. Shake them off! Oh my god. It's all good. No waste. Um, so I needed to give backstory to my lovely Ouija board. Uh, I was in McKay's. I bought this at McKay's. I know, I broke You quarantine. bought a used Ouija? A used Ouija. Um, oh I did god. break social distancing to go to McKay's on my birthday. I had my gloves, my face mask. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I know, I think we should move past the, like, essential businesses, or essential trips only. Yeah. But we should do it with masks on. Yeah, I agree. I'm pro-mask, very pro-mask. Um, so I had a glow-in-the-dark Ouija board in my hand by Hasbro Games. Um, <laughs> and then I stumbled upon a Ouija board uh, that is probably even more silly, if you will. However, I've been, like, kind of shit-talking it. So I'm hoping that that will lead to bigger demons. I got... <laughs> yeah. Eric was I like, am uncomfortable with the energy we have created in this room. Also, the planchette is way fun and cool. But Eric was literally like, sure, talking a lot of shit about this Ouija board. And I was like, well, yeah, it's themed Stranger Things. <laughs> it's cute, though. I love it. It's Fucking awesome. The planchette looks gnarly. Side okay, here's what you do. You hang up the box on your wall and frame it, and then you put the actual Ouija board under your bed, and you don't touch it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm touching it. <laughs> we don't put um, it under your bed. That's how you get sleep demons. Violet wants real demons. I think sleep demons are not that bad. 
<laughs> yes. I do want sleep demons. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah, so I bought a Stranger Things Ouija board. <laughs> and that's the end of that. I do want to buy, like, a used one off of eBay eventually. Um, or the Gold in the Dark one, obviously. Um, I just want to be the person that decided that they didn't want their Stranger Things Ouija board and took it to McKay's. Like, how much do you think they got for it? I know, because it was only, I'm going to be honest, it was only 20 bucks. So I'm they maybe check. got $5. <laughs> Fucking McKay's. <laughs> I mean, my life. no shade to them, but like. I got the inside now, so I can have whatever I want at McKay's. Spoiler alert, I don't want all that much, actually, but... It's true. Every time I go, I keep almost buying things for Sasha and McKay's, I'm like, Aww. what if these were already on her shelf? <laughs> and I'm just, like, putting them back into her life. Like, no, I think you need these. I have given a lot of stuff away, but nothing that you've given me. Oh, well, that's cool. That's There's... neat. That's good to that's know. That's a poster. I have bad news. The Stranger Thing Ouija board is twelve ninety at Walmart. Well, McKay's, you did it, it again. You. Maybe because this one is cursed. Eight dollars for there's an eight dollar upcharge for curses. I'm into that. I think Maisie froze. No, she's moving for me. I oh. relocated. I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, you're okay. Wow, you were not moving for me. There's no movement. Um. Anyways, I don't know how I got on the- I was talking about ghosts, but yeah, so maybe one night I'll go live on Instagram and, uh, weed it up. Weed it up with Violet. Yeah, I'm sure, like, anything, like, sometimes I feel like if I'm just yelling out into the hallway when I'm home alone at, like, night, I'm like, if you're here with us, do something, and, like, I hear footsteps or, like, a door, like, creep, so I'm sure a Ouija board will amp that up a little bit, and- yeah, who cares? Um, <laughs> I'm just visioning you being like, do something. Do, do something, it. Bitch. And the ghost is like, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I really am going to get myself in trouble one day. Um, So tonight, I'm going to be talking about a cult called the Sullivanians. No, those are not huge fans of Sully from Disney's Monsters, Inc. Oh. Um... I wish. Are you proud of that one? I'm very proud. Stewing on it ever since I saw it last week when I was going to do this case. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know, we posted a mini-sode because the dog I was trying to adopt ate my Lexapro, but actually didn't eat my Lexapro at all. Um, just $60 later was when we discovered it. Anyways, I'm not bitter. Um, Saul B. Newton obviously a cool cat, just kidding, was born in St. John, New Brunswick on June 25th, 1906. That's right, 1906. Uh, he attended the University of Wisconsin before moving to uh, my homeland, Chicago, and got involved with some people who uh, really dug communism and, and blah, 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 I'm stuttering, and anti-fascism, uh, which I can dig. I can dig. Um... I guess, how did he make it from Canada to the States? Don't know. He went to okay. University of Mis Wisconsin? Wisconsin. I guess in 1906, <laughs> like, borders weren't as serious. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm also, very sure. What did a college university look like in 1906? 
Some sticks. One building. Spoiler. Some sticks in the alphabet. White belt. men. White men in wigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. White men in wigs and heels. Well. No shame. Wear it. Yeah. Unless you're a fascist. Um, <laughs> you're rude. Be more inclusive. Um, so he also served with the battalion of the Abraham Lincoln Brigade in the Spanish Civil War and in the U.S. Army in World War II. After his time in the war, he went on to study psychotherapy and retained a dual focus on politics and psychology throughout his life. Uh, while studying at the William Allenson White Institute, he met a woman named Dr. Jane Pierce, who he would eventually marry. I didn't find a date. Didn't really care to, honestly. Uh, in 1957, the two founded the Sullivan Institute for Research in Psychoanalysis in New York. I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce some words, and there will be, like, one person listening and be like, oh, fucking um, But, whatever. Uh, the teachings were seen as a little radical by most scientific and moral standards. Uh, they shared a belief that the traditional family relations were the root cause of mental illness and were strongly against monogamous lifestyles. Um, during the 1960s, a community centered on the therapeutic practices of the Institute. Uh, oh, a community centered on the therapeutic practices of the Institute began to form. There we go. That sounded more like a real sentence. Uh, it reached a peak in the late 1970s with several hundred members, uh, both patients and therapists alike, uh, living in neighborhoods on the Upper West Side. It was causing some notoriety. I think it's the Upper West Side of New York, though. Uh, more later. It was causing some notoriety not only because of the beliefs, but also because patients were often encouraged to completely sever ties with their families. They were told that the traditional family was the cause of all of their social anxiety. Um, which I mean, maybe not all, <laughs> but sometimes. Uh, a daughter of one of the members of this organization actually wrote a book about her experiences and stated this that was the beginning of the end. It was the first major fault line. It was back when the Upper West Side didn't feel safe. My mom, she wanted to be my friend more than my mother, and I just didn't feel protected. This is wild. Not wild. Wild in this situation. Members were told that they needed to steer clear from forming exclusive and meaningful relationships and instead engage in loose, unprotected sexual relationships instead. Their words, not mine. If a child was born into what would later be known as the Sullivanians, they were sent away to a boarding school or given to caretakers who supported the Institute. Um, parents who belonged to this group very rarely saw their children. Is this like an early hippie flower child movement with Freud? It sounds like a dude that wanted to get married, which was weird, that the founder of this whole thing got married. But he also, like, banged other people all the time. Which, I mean, swingers gonna swing. But the fact that he, like, referenced it and attributed it to uh, social anxiety was just wild. As someone who came from a non-traditional family, yeah. still has anxiety. I don't think that's it, fam. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, so as ranks swelled in the mid-70s, the group took on an increasingly, oh man, 
Author authoritarian nature, there we go, uh, even as they expanded into new ventures. Many attribute the change upon the arrival of Newton's... Okay, so one article said that this was his second wife, and another article I read said that it was his fifth wife, which at that point, why are you getting married? Just a suggestion, if you believe in any not my business. Uh, his wife, his next wife, Joan Harvey, a soap opera actor and aspiring stage director. Um, so at one point, the members were told uh, that they were invited to come down and occupy a local theater, which was kind of a harbor for a political and theater agenda. And it was called the Fourth Wall in the East Village. Um, this was honestly used more so as a training ground that Saul used to teach people how to stand up to cops. Um, he was very confrontational and liked to, um, was always looking for a fight whenever he could. Uh, when they inhabited the theater, they started tearing apart the theater. So I don't even know if it was like truly theirs or like what was going on there. <laughs> little, little foggy on that one. Um, on the evening of July 29th, 1985, members of the Sullivan Institute broke into and terrorized an apartment at 100th Street and Broadway. They were dressed in dark colors and stocking caps as they beat tenants with sticks. Uh, others slid open mattresses, smashed the sink, toilet, and the television set. It was a coordinated revenge attack intended to send a message to the Sullivanians' neighbors who allegedly spilled paint on the Institute walls. Now, apparently the paint is still up. It looks like a little graffiti-esque. But does that justify you destroying a bunch of apartments? I don't think so. Um, former member Paul Sprecher, Sprecher uh, said, We were prepared for them to invade. Uh, we had security down at the front door to make sure they would be chastised. I don't remember, but I think one guy showed up to complain and they manhandled him off the premises. The man who had complained was in his early 20s and was beaten by more than a dozen members, one of whom broke four knuckles from punching him in the face. Yeah. Um, I feel like knuckles are hard to break. Yeah, I don't know. Especially on, like, skull, you know? Like, maybe if you, like, punched a tree a bunch of times, but... On human flesh, I don't know. <laughs> the group's staunch beliefs on anti-monogamy escalated as Saul would pick members of the cult and demand when it was time for them to have children. Uh, he would pick the people uh, they could have never met in their entire life. They could have been BFFs. Uh, they could have been, like, kind of casually dating. Didn't matter. When he That's was like... ready to see them have babies, it was time. It's like... An extreme version of the Moonies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he claimed he also needed to be present for the attempts in the name of research, only to have the child sent away so the bond between the parents would be harshened, right? Um, the, the couples were also barred from showing any kind of attachment to said child, or else they would be fined $10,000. Um... What's the you, goal here? Yeah, that was my thing. I have no idea. Uh, also, I don't know how you'd find someone $10,000, but... Um, In 1906? 
Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I guess 1970s or 80s at this point, but... Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> but, yeah, this man's... Oh, that's another thing, too, is he's, like, in his 50s or 60s or 70s, you know? Gross. He's fucking old. Um, also, how do you prove attachment? <laughs> yeah, well, they just weren't allowed to, like, show any kind of affection or love to their child. Like, it was almost like a... Uh, I don't know. Like you were doing a job, you know? I'm uh, sure those children are totally fine now. Definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 it was also seen, if you were picked to uh, have a baby, that it was like the highest honor. Which, I'm here to tell you, if there's a highest honor in uh, a psychotherapy group, it's not that. It's a damn cult. Get out. Um, yeah, like, what are you doing? This is such a high honor. You know, it's an honor when you get all your badges from Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Like, not fucking have a baby while this old man, like, jerks in the corner. Anyways. Oof. I don't know if he did that, but <laughs> I'm just projecting. I mean, no one watches to stand there. Yeah. Right? Ooh, what if he did that? That's Ooh. creepier than the jerky. <laughs> I know, to right? Be <laughs> it's all bad, though. Yeah, it's all, all bad. bad. Um. So, uh, we all remember that there was a partial nuclear meltdown at Three Mile Island in Pennsylvania, right? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I only know that because of Evil Abam. Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> being honest. Oh, uh, no. So, I after. Google. What? <laughs> But I don't know. I will Google. Okay. Um, but once that happened, uh, Saul was like, yo, this is going to like destroy Manhattan. I just know it. We need to get out. So everyone has to go to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> I'm sure because he wanted a vacation and that's where all old people go to die. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the retirement capital of the world. Um but when the 250 or so members actually returned to New York a few weeks later, things uh, were noted as very different. And anyone who hadn't gone on the trip were ostracized by uh, Newton and members who publicly spoke of the incident would be excommunicated. So the incident was Saul being like, oh, my God, Three Mile Island is exploding. It's going to hit Manhattan. I'm sure he doesn't talk like that because he's Canadian, but he spent a lot of time in Chicago, so maybe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so anyone that was like, yo, Paul totally said, or Saul, there is a Paul in this story. Uh, Saul totally said that. That was wild, right? He'd be like, oh, you're out. Shutting the doors. Um, yeah. Speaking of doors, um, shortly after that whole incident, uh, the doors of the weird political movement slash therapy house slash acting thing slash theater thing. Uh, the fourth wall was closed. That certainly didn't stop Saul, though. He quickly acquired a resort in the Catskills. I don't know what the Catskills are, but sounds fancy. Um, where a new it's member... the New York. It's like upstate. <sighs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just mountains. Ah, cool. Good job. Well, not good job, but you know what I mean. Good job <laughs> to you um, for knowing that. Where a new member, Mike Bray, was dispatched to build a secret steel-lined room with quarter-inch plates so Joan Harvey could edit her film without interference from the CIA. 
smart. They're on it. Don't worry um, about what they're doing. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, Bray was pretty much like, oh, yeah, I'll totally get on that. And then never did from what I read. He was just like, oh, that's kind of wild. I don't think I'm going to get involved in that. What about the CIA? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on, Michael Bray. <laughs> um, Another one of Bray's jobs was to oversee the fleet of school buses and motorcycles, which the group kept in case of dire emergency. I don't know what the dire emergency is. It's like a real bad, like Mad Max situation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're Just after like all the of these polygamists. polygamists in a fucking school bus. Like, but we're then escaping. So far, there's not like any like religious ties right Right. which is weird so okay it's like a very like anti-religious cult but it's still like a cult because the leader is like manipulating people into like cutting off their like it hits all of the the checkbox yeah except for jesus so (laughs) anti-religious cult is it like is an oxymoron to me yeah oh i agree but i mean what else would you call it yeah (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, a, like a a mad gathering, <laughs> a hoot nanny, um, <laughs> a hoot nanny, shenanigan, <laughs> a hoedown. It's a hoedown. It's a hoedown. Um, <laughs> the leadership was at an all-time high, and the therapist began to experiment on the patients' relationships. Perfect. They love that. Oh yeah, doesn't sound like Nazism at all. Mm-mm. Um, Amy Siskin was 13 years old when they started testing to see whether or not she should have children. What? And encouraged her to experiment sexually with older and younger men. No, dude. I think Amy wrote a book as well. Um, I don't have the name of that, but you can What's just What's her last name? Siskin. See, I would read, I would listen to that book. Yeah, that's what that. I would listen to that book. Audible, not a sponsor yet. <laughs> well, okay. I I knew better <laughs> than to right. say than to drag right. it like I do. Um, <laughs> I love Audible. Um, but she recalls being truly afraid of Newton, who began to exhibit violent tendencies, which were signs of, uh, or which were his first signs of dementia. So this man was, like, trying to get, like, 13-year-old girls or people to get 13-year-old girls to, like, experiment sexually, and also he had dementia. (laughs) So, um, people described him as a master of intimidation and believed that, he believed that intimidating people would get you whatever you wanted. That's Um, not wrong, but that's not right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Amy Siskin would wind up marrying one of the therapist there, Michael Cohen, and in 1985, they attempted to leave the group. However, two, this is so wild to me, two of the Sullivanians, one of which was uh, Saul Newton's son, tracked Cohen down and assaulted him in the Union Square subway stop. The pair dangled Cohen over subway tracks and said if he acted on his wishes of leaving, they would kill him and his wife. These two men that assaulted him in the subway station were never prosecuted, and one works for the New York Times, and the other is a professor at Columbia. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, the group started to fall in the late 1980s as two of the Sullivanians, Mike Bray and Paul Sprecher, uh, we mentioned both of them earlier, left the cult and sued the pants off of them for custody of their children. <laughs> um, this brought attention to the group's violent tendencies and uh, con- the the article said controversial child rearing practices. I'm just gonna say dumb as fuck, wild, stupid child rearing practices. You mean they didn't rear their children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the two members had their children taken away from them after showing too much affection and love to them. Uh, one such instance was during Paul's see Paul uh, son's birthday. Uh, who was locked inside of a separate apartment for days during uh, his son's birthday and after because he had moved the furniture around in the living room of his home to, like, give more space for him to play with his new toys. He was locked in a room for days with rearranging furniture. Um. Yeah, Saul denied these allegations vehemently and even claimed that Paul had been diagnosed since he technically was a therapist uh, with schizophrenia after spending too much time with his family. (laughs) I have a great relationship with my family. I'm obviously schizophrenic. (sighs) Um, In 1986, following these lawsuits, an ex-member published a detailed article called Escape from Utopia... Uh, which explained, I believe it was a woman, but which explained how she was allowed to leave the cult, but was told she had to leave her child behind. So she had to make an extensive plan to break into the resort and kidnap her own child so they could be free from the Institute. That's so sad. Yeah. But also, way to go, lady. Yeah. Get my baby. Um, Saul B. Newton thankfully died, I mean, uh, in 1991, probably on... Uh, my birthday, because, you know, what better birthday present than a uh, cult leader dying from sepsis, um, following the onset of his dementia and marked an official end to the Institute, though some claim that Joan Harvey and her husband Ralph Klein continued operating a similar community out of their home in New Rochelle. Yikes. Jeez. And that's the Sullivanians, kids. I got a news. There's also a New Brunswick, New Jersey. He's probably not Canadian. Mm. Mm. Good point. Good point. I only found that out from the Googling I had to do about a nuclear reactor meltdown that I didn't know about. (laughs) You were like, oh shit, that's probably the one. (laughs) Wrong New Brunswick. Wrong New Brunswick. How many of those are there in the world? At least two. Probably more than you'd think. Um, so I did some Googling mm-hmm. and Amy Siskind, uh, it's more like an essay. It's not, mm-hmm. oh, I guess it is a book. Oh, okay. There's like 700 some pages. Jesus Christ. Uh, face, 14 inch or 14 point font. <laughs> 12 font. 1.2 point. Arial <laughs> narrow. Arial. It's called Madness and Evil, an Insider's View of the Sylvanian Institute. Mm-hmm. And there was another book uh, written by a former member, I think, called something about sex, drugs, and psychotherapy. Oof. But, fun fact, 
if you Google Amy Siskind, the first thing you'll see is an American activist who wrote a book called The List. And <laughs> hold on, I'm going to get you the title. Hold on, hold on. And the title is, oh, shit, just pull it up. Uh, a week-by-week -week reckoning of Trump's first year. No, thank you. Yes, that's her book. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the same person, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, so. although I hope not. She did go to NYU. Oh yeah. So they mm. would have been same right place, same time. Two Amy Siskin walking the streets. As someone who isn't a writer in the slightest, I can't imagine having 700 pages worth of anything to say about anything. Mm -mm. And that should tell you how awful their experience was. My brain doesn't <laughs> yeah. reach that far. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is like, if I can't say it in three sentences, I guess we're not talking about it. <laughs> I don't wanna. We're good here. Gosh, I just realized that we have like opposite color palettes going now. I love You got it. like the corally red hair and then I've got the blue hair. Cold blue. It's so red on camera, but it's very pink in real life. I can't wait to see it in real life. So soon. Even on Instagram, it's like super pink. Yeah. Super pink. Super pink. I want to dye my hair, but I'm so scared. What am I scared of? Just do it. You can it. dye it back. Brown is a thing you can go back to. Oh, yeah. Brown's like the easiest color. Take it from me. I did brunette for years because I fight being blonde all the damn time. It's just I so didn't know Violet it. was blonde for a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really coming in there, though. Look at all that baby blonde. Man, mm -hmm. your vitamins are doing it to him, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your hair goes, like, super fast. It's ridiculous. You vitamins. I murdered it, and it's still, like... But also, you can see my roots, and I've only had my hair done for, like, 11 days. What the fuck? You probably Sorry. take vitamins, too. I do. Take some vitamins. The vitamins. A multivitamin, B12, and calcium, because I'm a lady, and I don't get enough calcium, because I'm lactose intolerant, and I don't want osteoporosis. Who does? That's pretty smart. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should take vitamins. I got it. I will say everything's gummy except for the calcium, which is a chewable. And, like, mixing a chewable with a gummy is rough. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. I got a, I got a gummy, and then I got a chewable, and then I got a swish with the water to get the chewable dust out. Chewable dust. It tastes good. It's good dust. But... Get that dust out of here. Uh, so what do we like, y'all? Calcium. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Teaching uh, children. I hate it all. What do I like? I haven't used it yet because it's still in the mail. But I ordered a like a like a rose quartz roller for your face, oh. and I'm just really excited about it. I don't get like sinus allergies, but like behind my ears and like my jaw just felt like really pressurized. I guess. I guess that's another way you can show you have allergies. Mm. And so I just, I want to roll that shit out. Roll it out. Oh, yeah. Roll Jonathan out. Ness would be very pleased. Thank you. I, I did it for him. I thought of him when I did it. <laughs> In my mind, he said, yes, girl. And I did it. Aw, love like that. Check out. 
Do you ever feel like you're not... You said Jonathan Van Ness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, season five comes out very soon. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't handle it. I'm too fragile right now. I'm too soft. I'll cry all, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's home. Yay. Hi. I thought we were reacting to Maisie having emotions. But... Me, me being soft. <laughs> I was like, she's an Aquarius. <laughs> I know. I'm busting out the seams right now. Oh my god! I did so much research about like your ascending sign. Me? Oh yeah. Mine, not you oh. specifically. You have to know like the city, the time zone, and like hour you were born. <laughs> so can't get too nosy about anyone because I don't know oh. that about too like, many people. <laughs> I know all those things. What are you talking about? About myself? Uh, Duh. But I'm apparently a Leo rising, and that explains a fucking lot. Didn't we just do this not too long ago? I thought you knew this about yourself. I never looked into what it meant. <laughs> oh. But what? it's apparently like I'm a big, vivacious, gregarious, outgoing person to everyone. And then yeah. I get home and I'm like, I want to go out again. <laughs> that, I mean, that's what we see. I'm a Taurus rising, Taurus rising. But I don't know what that means. Um, I'll tell you what it means. My therapist Uh-oh. said I was a Taurus today. She was like, are you a Taurus? And I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And she was like, you're stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I tell you you're stubborn and you're like, me? No, I'm never stuck in my ways. And I'm like, I'm stubborn? I so am though. And I've learned it because now I use it as an aggression. Um, and that's what we talked about <laughs> today in therapy. Because when people tell me like, I'm not going to do something or I can't do something. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. And I'll do whatever I can to do it. So This is a thing, yes. Mm-hmm. I feel that. <laughs> I use my stubbornness to fight. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you with we're my gonna, stubbornness. We're going to fight. I'm literally going to do the opposite of what you said because it makes me feel good. Exactly. Um, I like the fact that Pete Davidson brought back his Instagram only to promote his new movie, King of Statlin, Statlin, King of Staten Island, which looks fantastic. It about so his life. does. Oh, I it's got see Bill it. Burr, who's a questionable comedian, but a good actor, and Marissa Tomei, and Machine Gun Kelly, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> BFF. Yeah, his BFF, Colson Baker. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's what I like this week. Welcome back to Instagram, Pete. <laughs> yeah, the, the trailer came on. I think I was watching a YouTube video and that trailer came on and I was like, wait, that looks good. I want to <laughs> see wait. that one. Oh, yeah, can't wait. Love Judd Apatow. Um, what I like this week. Yes. I'm nervous to say it out loud. It hasn't it's happened it. yet. Bite the bullet. Okay. But I think my skating rink is opening next week. <gasps> okay. Fingers crossed. That would I like be that really Sasha's cool. like, I don't think I'm going to go out till phase four. The ice rink is open. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, totally different. Well, my classes are only like six people. Oh, yeah. And we're in the ice. Fucking phase four. I'm wearing a mask anyway. So it's fine. You going to catch coronavirus from the ice? No. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I just I don't touch a lot of things. I wear gloves. I'll yeah. just make sure to like wash the gloves in between wearing them now. Oh yeah. So. Not touch my face. Do you really like anything? 
I I'm pretty excited for my facial roller. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, fuck. The JVM approved. No, I was looking up the <laughs> the cast <laughs> of the King of Staten Island. You know who else is in it? Who? Mrs. Me. Steve Buscemi himself. Buscemi. Buscemi. My favorite of pasta. Who <laughs> doesn't like a good buscemi? He probably. Anyways, guys, joke. if you like a good buscemi, <laughs> drop a like, drop a tip. You know how to do it. We have people who are unemployed. We have people that deal with people in the coronavirus, which I can tell you is not fun. A man punched a door the other day because he couldn't use a bathroom. Um. Anyways, yeah. Listen to the snack pack if you really like pasta. That's a thing you can do. You like I don't the know that there's been a pasta episode, but I was like, did we have a pasta episode? Do you I'm know about something I know? There. Fried but ravioli we're... is the superior appetizer. No way. Sorry. We're orzo bitches now. What? <laughs> That's true. I... But orzo isn't an appetizer. I want to go back to fried ravioli. What? Have you not had fried ravioli? No. Oh my god, it's like a cheese stick, but better because it's pasta. <laughs> Five questions. <laughs> I love it. Bye. <laughs> 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 that what if we the... didn't end it? What's the soul? Anyway, soul not important. We'll oh, talk about it later. His name was Saul. That was a mistake on his part.